Hey everyone, it's Jeff from MCS Mag, and one of the most sought-after firearm skills is being able to shoot faster while still maintaining accuracy, especially knowing that most attacks happen in extreme close-quarters environments, and stopping a charging attacker is going to take you multiple rounds, right? Well, in this podcast episode, I have a great lesson for you on how to shoot faster and more accurately in a way that you can train at home and at the live fire range for this critical shooting skill. Check this out. If bullets were flying, your adrenaline surging, would you hit your target? If the world as you know it crumbled tomorrow, collapsed into chaos, would you know how to survive? If you and those you loved were cornered by a gang, violently attacked, could you protect them? Could you protect them? Could you protect them? Firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival Magazine and executive director of the New World Patriot Alliance with another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. And lately I've been having a lot of conversations with various firearms instructors and competition shooters and military guys, all of whom train regularly with their handgun and for fast-paced survival scenarios because, as we all know, speed equals survival, right? Or in the case of a competition, taking home a trophy. Now in all these conversations, it always gets pounded home time and time again that it's really nailing down the fundamentals of shooting in order to manage the gun's recoil that's the most important factor in being able to shoot faster while still being accurate with your firearm. Now as non-sexy as that may sound, what I find is that a lot of shooters out there, even those who have been training for years, develop training scars in relation to some of the basics. Now what I mean by that is, they basically are training a certain way and they're programming their body to fire a certain way and that is going to translate over into a real gunfight. We always talk about train as you'll fight, right? Well, what we find is that a lot of people, because they're not training right, are developing these scars and it really can make a difference in a life or death scenario out there for you. And frankly, it's not even no matter even no matter how long somebody's been been training it's really not their fault because if you go out there and you start searching the internet or you take a local shooting class or anything and you're trying to find like let's say we're talking about the grip on the handgun because that is what we're going to be talking about so if you go out there and you try and find the perfect grip i can tell you that i've been taught so many like secret ways of holding the firearm everything from the most meat on the handle grip to uh, lateral vice grip to the support thumb back grip to support thumb way forward grip and all the instructors that put this out basically that's what works for them right I mean if there was one real way to grip a handgun then everybody would be using it but not everybody does that and what we find is that it all works right like it works for that instructor I'm talking about competition shooters that shoot incredibly fast and incredibly accurate their way works very well for them. But here's the thing, it might not work for you. And it really does come down to finding a grip that will work best for you to be more accurate. But I wanted, what I was looking for was like, what is the most common denominator? Like what is something that we can, we can hold as a pillar that will really help you to be able to build a foundation from that you can incorporate into something as simple as how you grip the handgun. 
And actually, what I found was that there was one critical element with muzzle control in order to shoot faster and more accurate, and that's gripping the handgun as tight as possible. Now, I know that sounds simple, but it's, it's actually not. And when I've done, and I've worked with people in our force-on-force gunfighting seminars for the NWPA, and I ask them to grip the firearm like they normally would. So I have them extend the firearm, find a target on the wall like a light switch, and just hold it there like they normally would if they were training, if they were down at the live fire range. But then what I do is I watch and see how long does it take until their forearm muscles and their hand starts to tremble. Now, I'll tell you that when I do this test, most people, when they hold it up there, and we just wait and we wait and we wait. It usually takes about 30 to 60 seconds before I start to see that their grip starts to tremble a little bit and their forearm muscles start to give out. But what I'm looking for is exactly a 15-second squeeze before they give out. And that's really the sweet spot for most training because most handguns, when you think about it, carry about 15 rounds. For a lot of people that are training out there, the average is about 15 rounds that they're going to have in their firearm. Well, when you go down to the local firearm range and to the live fire range, you can only typically shoot like one round per second. So simple math, right? You have 15 rounds, one a second, that's 15 seconds before your hand starts to tremble and you start to lose accuracy and muzzle control. So that makes sense, right? So that's what I'm looking for as a foundational training grip is 15 seconds. So we all know, though, that gunfight speed is not going to be down like at the live fire range, right? I mean, with an attacker charging at you with a knife in his hand, 15 seconds is an eternity. And you're going to unload a full magazine as fast as you possibly can while still maintaining control on it as well. So this places even more demand on recoil control so that your, your rounds aren't spread out all over the place. And that means a much, much tighter grip. So... How tight do you have to grip the gun? Well, I can tell you that in the, the, best, the best quote I've had was from, from my friend Masada Yu, who said, as tight as shit. <laughs> Basically, that's, that's how tight you have to hold the gun in order to maintain muzzle control at a much faster speed. So how do you train for that? Well, here's how you can train for this. First of all, it really all does begin at home with your dry fire training. Now, I've talked about static hold training before. I've talked about world-class shooters and, and the exercises that they do at home for static control or static hold training to be able to work on the grip on the handgun that's really, really tight. So, so that's one thing right there. And all you really have to do is be able to take an inert weapon, so something like either a blue gun or a cert training pistol, it can be an airsoft gun, or it can be your own firearm if it is unloaded, there's no ammunition in the same room, it's verified that it's unloaded. I know everybody likes me to go through all the safety elements here, but you really do want to make sure that you're being very, very safe with it, okay? If you're going to use, if you're going to do, use a, as a dry fire with your own weapon. But essentially, you can just choose a, a point on the wall and you can just hold the weapon there and try and figure out what 15 seconds is, okay? So you're, you might be off the first few times you do it. The best way to do it is to first hold it up there the way that you would normally do at the range, and then see how long it takes with that steady grip. Don't try and grip it harder to make it 15 seconds or anything. Just hold a steady grip and find out what your normal live fire range training grip is. And you can do that right in your own home, okay? So what, you, what you're trying to do is figure out 
where that 15 second grip is. That's the sweet spot, again, for live fire training. Now, when we go down to the live fire range, it's the same thing. So now, working at home, you understand what your 15 second grip is. You can translate that over into the live fire range, and you can start to work with that grip as a foundational training grip. But, like we said, a gunfight is pretty different, right? You're going to so that your means you're going to have to hold it harder. You're going to have to hold that handgun tighter, and you've still got to be able to maintain control. Now, you're not able to typically, at, the mo at most gun ranges, you're not able to shoot more than once per second. But that's also a good starting point anyway. So what you really want to do is when you go down the live fire range, go through a few magazines with a 15-second grip. Give yourself a break at least two minutes. You've got to give those muscles time to bring uh, glycogen back into the muscles. You basically have to allow the muscles to regenerate some. Okay, so you get some more oxygen and blood flowing in there and, and, and glycogen back in the muscles. And so you want to wait two minutes. And then what you want to do is you want to load in five rounds and into your magazine. And now what you're trying to do is you're still probably going to, you're still going to shoot one per second. But this time I want you to grip the handgun as tight as you possibly can. As in the words of Moss, tight as shit. Just hold it really, really tight. And now get used to how, how that feels and how you're able to bring the, the recoil uh, management in where you're able to harness that recoil management. You're, you're able to manage the recoil. You know what I'm trying to say. You're able to manage that recoil under those conditions because that's the grip that you want to have during a gunfight. And so you've got to see what that feels like. You've got to train for how that feels. And this is what this is how you overcome those training scars because most people are not gripping the handgun tight enough at gunfight uh, tightness, and so they don't really know what that's like or how to handle their gun under those conditions. So this is how you incorporate that into your live fire training so that you can develop those, the, that training, that programming in your mind and in your muscles and in your, your whole body, in your grip and everything so you know what it feels like and how to not only shoot faster but also how to maintain the accuracy at that grip. Well, that's it. Just a really simple tip that you can use right away at home in dry fire training as well as down at the live fire range. But now I want to hear from you. So I know you've got some really cool, sexy tips out there for drills that you use or methods that you use, techniques that you use when you're firing to be able to shoot faster and more accurate. So what I want you to do is head on over to our blog over at moderncombatandsurvival.com and go ahead and leave a comment in the blog underneath the podcast here with your best tips for how to train or how to shoot faster and more accurate. And until our next Modern Combat and Survival broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. <laughs>